Welcome back to the Men After God podcast, where you will hear conversations to equip the next generation of godly men. On each episode, we seek to bring biblical truth on a wide range of topics impacting the lives of men. And our desire is to help you to strengthen and deepen your relationship with God so that you can fulfill your God-given purpose. This is Pastor Jason, and I want to thank you all again for joining us. I've got a special guest with me today, and I'm excited to welcome my brother in the Lord, Pastor Orlando, back to the Men After God podcast. Hey, 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 how's everybody doing? Pastor Jake, thanks for having me, man. I appreciate the love, man, and calling me out here. Amen. Love it, brother. All right, so today, Men After God, we're going to be talking about something serious. It is overcoming a pornography addiction. And this yeah. addiction, brothers, it impacts both men and women around the world and in those in the body of Christ. So Absolutely. from a men's perspective, the desire to view pornography, if we can be honest, is viewed as normal for young men because it's, it really implies that there's this healthy interest in the opposite sex. And people think that our young men, and as I said before, our young women, that they'll eventually grow out of it. However, we don't realize that the seeds that have been planted when their children are a little bit younger, or even as adults, these seeds can have a major impact on that individual and in their future relationships. But more importantly, there's implications for our walk with the Lord, our spirit man, our marriages, and our ability to walk out our God-given purpose. As we go on today, and I want you, I want you guys to know that this is not going to be a one-part thing. This is yeah, going to be yeah, something yeah. that we're going to talk about for a number of episodes because it's worth it. Absolutely. It's worth it and it's so important. And so, uh, as I said, this is, um, you know, Pastor, oh, I'm in a, in a number of uh, social media groups uh, where there are Christian Christian men's groups. And I will tell you, man, it's the num one of the top topics that I, I, I see that men are openly posting about is pornography and dealing yeah. with pornography and how do I deal with, how do I handle it? I'm married, I'm, and I, but I have an addiction for pornography. And so I thought, Pastor, oh, as we, as we, uh, as we go forward tonight, I want to set a definition mm. and I want to talk about what it, what is, what is, what is pornography? What is it? Because I, I think it's helpful for us to kind of have a, a, a uh, a level playing field and everyone kind of be on the same page in terms of what in the world we're talking about. Yeah. So the definition of pornography is printed or visual material containing the explicit description or display of sexual organs or sexual activity. And it's intended to stimulate erotic feelings. In other yeah. words, sexual desires. Absolutely. Right. So that's pornography. It's printed or visual. You know, us as men, we're visual. And yeah. so I think that's why there's such a such an issue here. But not only is it important to talk about the definition of pornography, Pastor O, we need to understand what an addiction is. All right. So an addiction, it's a person with a physical or mental dependency or an inner craving for a thing. It's an unhealthy desire. And as a result, it causes people to knowingly or unknowingly suffer negative consequences. It could yeah. impact your marriage. It could impact your job. Absolutely. It could Im impact your ability to be a parent. So it's people that, that have this dependency on a substance. And that substance doesn't have to be drugs. It could be the pornography. It could be the printed yeah. stuff, the visual stuff. So I just wanted to pause there, Pastor O, and just get us on the same page with a definition. Uh, with all that said, man of God, I want to just turn it over to you 
to talk about this problem of pornography. So I really just want to give you the mic and uh, let you just be led of the Lord on tonight. Go ahead, brother. Amen. Amen. You know, Pastor Jason, man, thanks for having me again, man. You know, you told me about this topic, man. I think uh, it was, it really hit home, man, because this was one of the, if any struggle I had growing up as a child, even up as an adult being 32 now, uh, I think pornography was the main struggle to break. You know what I'm saying? Uh, for for since I was little, you know, I, I'm I'm an adopted child, and um, my biological parents, you know, growing up, um, they were out in the streets and they were um, you know on drugs. But more than that, they indulge in like real hardcore sexual activities with not just themselves, but with other people. And they did it in front of the children, which was me and my brothers and my sisters. So I was exposed to just the whole sexual life and the whole lustful life at a very young age. Now, thank God that I was, I, I got into the system and, you know, all of that was done away with. That nightmare was over. So I thought that transferred over to me really growing up as a child with these sexual tendencies of, you know, just wanting to display or do what I saw my mom and them do, you know, at a very young age. and. You know, that led to me, you know, touching on my sisters and brothers, you know, uh, I thought that that was okay. And just trying to just, it was just so perverted, man. If I could even just be so transparent right now, man, it, it was, it was a real rough life, man. I did not know why I had this feeling to want to act out what I saw. You know, though I, I'm sure I wasn't mature enough or haven't matured enough to even uh, engage in those activities, you know, but that at a young age, man, that really, I was really curious and I didn't want to talk to anybody about it at a young age because I thought that it was okay. So, you know, I, I would do certain things like, you know, touch on my friends or, or touch on my cousins and and these things thought that they were okay. But growing up, man, I saw how it really affected me and how I really had to go to counseling for it. I went to counseling um, for this and when I was like maybe maybe 14, 13 or 14, because it got so bad for me where I would go to the the, the video, I would love to go to the video store up the street, you know, uh, yeah, man, it was real. And it wasn't because I wanted a movie or I wanted to see the latest new release that was out or a video game, but it was because I knew that they had a room where uh, some of these same magazines I saw as a child, uh, I was able to kind of sneak back there, though it wasn't for children. Uh, I was able to sneak back there and get a peek before I got caught. And I would run out this, I would run out the store, man, you know. But I'm telling you, man, I did not know why. And, and, and a lot of times 
just now thinking about it and, and even being a man, I realized that that the enemy, he wanted to take me out at the very beginning. And with any addiction, uh, I know we're talking about pornography, but with any addiction, whether it's gambling, whether it's alcoholism, whether it's um, whatever it is, you know, the enemy wants to sow that seed at a very young age, you know, because it, it is his hope that you will grow up with this thing and, and, and you will act out what's been exposed or what you've seen without you finding Christ first you know what I'm saying so he he wants you to grow up into it and that was the road I was on and it was getting so bad it was getting so so bad for me so where I had to go to counseling you know I'm gonna tell you counseling didn't work for me man it, it didn't work man because in counseling you know the woman god bless her heart you know she you know she, she would come in there when she would have these dials she would want me to kind of um display what I saw as a young child. She wanted me to show her an example. And, and, you know, I think all that did was like really make me uh, want that desire even the more. It, it, it really didn't break anything. It really didn't stop anything. So, you know, that type of counseling didn't help me uh, growing up. In junior high, I was, man, I'm telling you, I was very, very like sex, sexually active. Um, I, I got my first kiss, I, you know, and, and that kiss, you know, led to, you know, me coming over a house and then one thing led to another and it was just a constant basis to where I thought I was the man because here I am in sixth, going to be in seventh grade and and I'm doing what grown folk do, you know what I'm saying? I'm, you know, I'm, I'm having, you know, sex and I thought that that was okay. But you know, I realize, you know, now just, man, like how much the devil was out to kill me, man. Yes. Like it was so bad that now growing up, getting in high school, still doing the same things. Man, you in high school, I started going to church. I started, I got saved at 16 years old. I got saved, was still, had this lustful desire, man, for, for pornography, man, to, and, you know, doing it behind closed doors and that pornography turned into masturbation. And, and, you know, then that led to me wanting to try it on somebody else. You know, it, it was so many different things, man, that, that really, um, so many different avenues, I would say, that really caught my attention when watching pornography and the things I wanted to do, man, you know, but I, I'm telling you, man, it, it was rough, man. And and I, I, I prayed to God, man. I never forget. I prayed to God numerous of times, bro. Like, man, when I first started going to church and I, and I knew it wasn't right, you know, I, I started asking God, God, I don't want this. I don't want this. I don't want this. But deep Thank down you. inside, I did want it. Yeah, I did. I, I still wanted it. But, yeah. you know, me, me saying it, you know, it, it, it it, it was me hearing myself, and I thought it sounded good enough to, for me, you know, right. though God knew my heart the whole time. So, so, so I would ask God this, you know, Lord, help me, help me, help me. And it'd be like, after that, man, I'll go and, you know, watch some pornography, man, or, or, or grab a magazine that, that, that I had, man, and, and just go at it. 
And but you know, there was a difference now, man, because afterwards, after I would do it, man, I would feel bad. And and I didn't know why. I didn't know why, man, but I, I would feel bad, man. And and I think that I counted that to, to God really just coming inside of me and and he was really trying to knock on my door. Um, but I I don't think I was trying to hear it, man. But I would really feel that. Oh man, I shouldn't be doing this, man. I just prayed ten minutes ago. You know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. It was yeah. one of those, man. But but it was constant, man. Constant. Now now I'm I've graduated high school, man. I I found the love of my life, my, my wife, who I've been married to now for eleven years. No, it's going to be eleven years Maybe in October. Right. Yeah. Gonna be 11 years. Let me get it right before she to hear this and beat me. But um, but man, um, yeah, man. So so that that lustful devil. I'm just gonna call it a, a, that lustful demon, man. That 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 had me in, in pornography, man. It it didn't leave me, man. Like because now I, I have this girlfriend who really likes me, who really loves me, man. A girl that I never met. I ain't never met a woman like this, but but she knew my struggles. She knew them. And all she could do as a girlfriend was kind of stay by my side and pray for me and hope and hope that that don't go past me just watching it, but actually going and cheating on her. You know what I mean? So, you know, and I, and I loved her and I thank her for that, man, you know, because I really needed somebody. I think I need that all along, man, with somebody standing in the gap for me, man, and was praying for me and encouraging me, man, to that that I can do this, that that I, I can be free from this. Now, fast forward, man, I've had two kids. I've had uh, a son and I've had a daughter, man. Now, now I'm 20, I'm 22 now. I've, I've had a daughter and I'm scared to change my daughter, man, at a young age. I'm scared to change her. And it wasn't the fact that I was going to touch my daughter, but it was just the enemy bringing those past thoughts of when I, you know, touched my sisters and brothers at a very young age, man. And so I told my, I told my, uh, my girl who, who eventually ended up being my wife when I had my daughter, I said, you know what, you have to change her. I don't want to do it. And she understood why. She understood why and she really gave me that grace and, and she changed her um, because uh, even then I was I was still in pornography, man. Like I'm telling you, I en ended up getting married and I'm still in pornography, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm still um, having these wandering eyes, man. But I, I knew marriage was right. One of the things I heard in the Bible uh, which was kind of one of the reasons that I actually had gotten married apart from me loving her because number one, I was shacking. And number two, uh, I heard in the word of God where it said it's, it's better to marry than to burn with lust. That scripture actually caught my eye because it, it, as much as I enjoyed at that time being lustful, you know, I wanted to do it the right way. You know what I mean? I, I wanted to tie the knot and I wanted to carry this into my marriage. I saw early in my marriage just how much of a, of a struggle and how much 
I made my wife cry a lot, you know, because there were times where, she, you know, I was in the bathroom for too long and she already knew, she already knew what I was doing. And, and those moments hurt, hurt me, man, because I, I, I didn't want to hurt her. I didn't want to hurt her, but I knew that I, I, I thought I enjoyed this. And this is what I, I brought with me, you know what I mean? So you got, you got to, you got to accept me as well. You got to accept this as well. And, and no, it didn't work out like that, man. It didn't work out like that at all. And she constantly prayed for me and I got yelled at many times, man. But she, she really laid the hammer down on me and just asked me how long, how long do you want me or do you want that? And, and I wanted my wife so bad, but I couldn't break, I couldn't break this, man. And, and I kid you not, man, it wasn't until I, I was sitting down, man, and I was listening to this pastor. His name is uh, John Bevere. John Bevere, man. And, and he was talking about just how he struggled with pornography. I wasn't even looking up this man. I'm telling you, I was on YouTube, man. I was trying to find a video to watch, man. But he was in my, he was in my timeline. And uh, he was just telling his story of how he struggled with pornography. He said well, what changed his life was God showing him that the women that he was looking at was his daughters. They were God's daughters. They were God's daughters, man. And I'm telling you, man, that that it really shook me because, and I and, and even after watching that, I, I I still you know did my thing anyway. It was still, but but there were seeds being sown, man. There were seeds being sown at that moment where it was like now there's a hesitancy, where it's like okay, man, I, I'm thinking about watching it, but then I'm like, no, man, I I, I ain't gonna do it, man, because man. He, them God daughters, you know, and, and I ain't going to do that. Them God daughters, man, I can't, I can't. God love them just like he loved me, man. But then I'll, I'll go and do it, you know. But this time, man, I would feel so bad, man. I'm telling you, man, it was the worst feeling of my life, man. The worst feeling of my life. Like, every time I did it, it was the worst feeling of my life, man. Because I knew what that pastor said was the truth. Yes. These are God's daughters, man. These are God's sons. And, and I realized, man, I, that I needed God in a real way, in a real way, man. Because I was going to church. Like I said, I was going to church. I'm married now. You know, I, I, I'm trying to keep my wife and kids in, in church. And, and but I'm still struggling, man. And, 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 I, and I'm hearing how how this God that I serve, who I gave my life to, he, uh, he, he free, he's freed me from this. He's freed me. And, and, and I have not experienced that freedom. I did not experience that freedom at the time, man. So, so I really overlooked that because I, I knew that, man, I'm still going through some stuff. I've been asking God to free me from for a long time. And I'm still going through it. But it wasn't until, man, I one night I was in my word, man, and, and I ran across this scripture in, in the book of James, man. The book of James, uh, chapter four, verse uh, seven. And it said to uh, submit to God, resist the devil and he shall flee. Now, all along, I knew 
that what I was experiencing when it came to lustful thoughts, lustful dreams, watching pornography, looking at magazines, looking at women, I knew that it all was the enemy, the devil. But I didn't know how to stop it. When I read that scripture, man, I realized, like, man, okay, that's something I haven't done yet, was submit to God. I didn't know what it meant. I didn't know what it meant, but I knew that if this is the only way that, that the devil was going to flee from me, then I'm going to give it a try. I'm telling you, when I began to submit to God, man, when I began to get in his word, when I began to wash my mind with the word of God, when I began to, to think on those things of, of how God think of me, man, of, of what he say about me, of what he thinks about me, then after a while, man, those temptations of, of lust will come, but I'll ignore it because I was so engulfed with wanting to submit to God. And it was, and it was in that process, man, where, where it was like, man, dang, man, I ain't, I ain't watched that in a week. And, 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 and that week went from a week to two weeks. Amen. And then that, that two weeks to three weeks. But I mean, in the midst of it, there were still thoughts that would come, but it would never fuel a motivation to want to go and look at that stuff. But that I thought it would come and it'll just suddenly leave. But I realized that my freedom came from submitting. And, and I go back, man, because, you know, remember, remember I said that, man, man, like I, I was praying to the Lord and I was asking God, like, man, God, you, 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 man, I don't want this. But it was like, man, I did want it, but God knew my heart about it. It wasn't until I had a heart of submission. It was the heart, it was the heart of submitting to God, man, that God said, okay, he's for real. He's for real now. Now I can take this from him. And, and I'm telling you, man, that has been one of the most greatest victories, man, that I've ever conquered with the Lord, man. It, it, it is pornography, it is lust, the lust of the eyes, the, the lust of the flesh. It, it is lust, man, pornography. God had gotten my attention with that man, and he broke he broke it from my life, man. Mm -hmm. And so I, I, I I've been good for about about eight years now. I've been good. Amen. I've been good. Amen. That's awesome, man. Like it's. Uh, yeah. I hope that every man after God that's listening hears everything that you're yeah. saying and hears your heart. Absolutely, man. Thing because uh, it's real easy for us to make this a mental thing. Wow. Like, yeah, like, man. If I do this, then that'll happen. It was, yeah. um, you know, I was I was just taking notes as you were talking, man, to God, and just I'll point out a couple of things that you that you said that were awesome. And it was um, certainly, you know, you were affected as a young man that absolutely that where the seeds were sown. You saw these things; they they got planted in you. They sprouted up, absolutely, know, really early on in your life. And yeah. if there's men out there that are that have found themselves in that same situation, whether it's through mm. uh, incest, molestation, yeah. anything like yeah. that. These are things that we don't, you know, I'll be honest, 
folks don't want to talk about this stuff. It's real. These are That's the real. I think it's awesome. It's interesting that you were like, I was dealing with this, but I was still coming to church. Because yeah. it's just yeah, a man. reminder that there are men who love God, who yeah. are battling these types of issues. And I love how you characterized pornography just kind of being the outlet, not, yeah. necessarily, the, the, not necessarily the true source of right. the problem. The lust is the problem. Exactly. You can have an unhealthy, and when you think when you think about lust, it's an unhealthy desire and unhealthy relationship for a thing. And I remember you yeah. just starting, you were talking about it could be money, it could be alcohol, yeah. it could be pornography. At the root of this thing is is lust, right? It's yeah. lust and it's pride and it's me. And I gotta and I need to make sure I'm good. And so I'm gonna do whatever I need to do to to take care of myself. And even in that, it's it's like this lack of trust in God, because it's like, Absolutely. he can't take care of me. I got to take care of myself. Yeah. So I'm going to use what I got to take care of myself, whether again, financially, whether it's the bottle, uh, whether it's whatever, that's how we, we don't realize it, but that's how we, that's how we, how, how we kind of treat God. And yeah, man. Uh, I, yeah, man. man I'm yeah. sorry, bro. Man, if I can add, man, you know, you yeah. said something, man, uh, and, and just how, we deal with these different things and, and, and we found lust for these different things because we don't trust God. And I'm telling you, you talked about it earlier. You mentioned that word depend, Yes, sir. depend. And, and a lot of times, uh, I mean, a majority of the time, all the time, if there's anybody that, that is bound to something that is addicted to something is because they have a lack of dependency on God. Amen. And that's where that whole submitting got to come from yeah. is trusting God, man, that yeah. he, he can break it from you. Absolutely. He's Jesus has already done the work. Yeah, man. And that's that's what we, we forget sometimes that we now have to walk into. Uh, we have to receive what Jesus Christ has done and recognize yeah. that that sin. Sin has no power over us. Right. Right. The, God has given us the power through uh, what Jesus Christ has done through the Holy Spirit. Uh, not just to uh, overcome, but to to live our lives with this thing. I love how you said, you know, the thoughts would come, but it wasn't. It was just like you were ignoring it. Right. Like, it's like I want men to know, like the thoughts will come. Absolutely. Somebody is going to send the and thoughts. And they're still coming. They're still yes. coming, man. They they're going to send the thoughts. Absolutely. He's going to send the thoughts. And I said earlier that just men, we are very visual, and yes. so the tools that you talked about, the magazines, the movies. Uh, yes. the, the things that you see, we look at these things, we're visual. And so that's how we, you know, we allow things into our gates because we, we process things uh, on a visual perspective, I would say more so than women. Uh, what's awesome is that you, you basically saying like, but through God's love, through submitting to him, yeah, that you've been able to not just overcome, but maintain yeah. victory yeah. over this thing. Absolutely. And that's, that's where we want I want men to hear this, hear these things, because this is what, what we need to, what we need to focus on. And I just yeah. want to pause for a minute, man, because I want to tell you, I don't, I don't have a similar story, uh, but I remember when I saw pornography as a child and I was um, maybe eight, nine, 10 years old, somewhere in there, probably more like yeah. nine or 10, almost my daughter's age. I can't believe it. Right. So it's like, um, <laughs> And I saw a, a movie, someone just showed me the movie and I'm just, and, and I've told you guys before, there was something, man, that like, 
that fell when I saw it, it fell, something mm. came off of my eyes, something wow. came off my, it was just like, you know, whatever yeah. that protective barrier was that was there, that childhood innocence, I don't know what you want to call yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> I could feel it, man of God, coming off of me. And it was just like, I can, I just, this was 30 years ago. I still can, you know, see it in my head right now. And it's like, yeah. you know, I had to, I pray God, please take that, take that thought away from me, you know? And I thank mm -hmm. God for um, that. They didn't morph into something more yeah. because like you said, why, why did we have the, the, that section in the video store? Right. Right. <laughs> so right. right. When you said that, I just, I, I just, I was like, wow. Like, yeah, there was that section. And just because yeah. the doors were there, I don't mean, you didn't sneak a peek, you know, exactly. try to try to get a peek on there. And then like for me seeing that, and then one of the things that I'm concerned about now is that this just belief that it's normal yeah. for men to want to see women naked or right. for men to want to see pornography um, yeah. because it's, it's something we're going to outgrow. And I'm mm -hmm. of God, you have to make sure that our young people, our children, even the stuff, even just because they have clothes on, you know, women have clothes on or whatever, whatever your, your issue is, right? Just because you, you see something on TV, people are half naked on TV. These are yeah. like triggers. These are things that, that men see. These are uh, contributing factors, I would say, to uh, men pursuing sort of self-gratification, uh, masturbation, these types of things. Yeah. And it just, it's yeah. just this cycle. You got you to be mindful of what we, what we allow in our gates, men of God. That's so real. Our, what we're watching you know, even on regular TV now, you're seeing these things. And all it is for, I think for anyone, not just people that deal with this issue, but anyone to now have these thoughts that are of a sexual nature, an erotic nature yeah. that we talked about. And these things, it's, it's just, it's continually planting seeds on us and in us. And if it's not for uh, the love of God, if it wasn't yeah. for Jesus Christ, if it wasn't for the scriptures, I love how you said, I stayed in the word. Yeah, man. Because, yeah, man. Uh, but let me ask you, Pastor Oh, like if there's a brother that's like struggling to stay in the word, it's one thing to say, stay in the word. Let's go behind that. What is that? Sure. How do we kind of stay connected to God? Because the sin will cause us to retreat from God. But how do we stay connected to him, man, of God? Man, th that is a great question, Pastor Jay. You know, when I was going through this, man, I I'm telling you, I, I had not only my wife praying for me, but I also had friends who, who, who I wasn't afraid to tell, who wasn't who, who wasn't going to laugh at me, who, who wasn't going to uh, go and tell somebody else about what I was going through, man. I had people in my corner that, that would encourage. It was like as if they saw the after effects of, of me being uh, free. And that's how they treated me, man. You know what I mean? So it, it was like, as much as I was in the word, it, it was like really uh, getting motivated by those who were praying for me, those who were encouraging me. But then also, man, it, it was me just being real with the Lord, man. It, it was pushing the Bible to the side. And it was me just talking like a man, like, Lord, man, I've been going through this thing for a long time. I need you. I need you. And, and God responds to our hearts. He responds to the heart of a man. If you are serious about getting free, then your heart is going to show it. And that's where God comes on the scene. So, so yeah, it was times where I had to push the Bible away, man. 
And because because in, in the midst of me reading the word, I was still getting thoughts. You know what I mean? So so it was like, God, I need you. And, and what happened is I, I started just developing this relationship, man, where where it's like, God, I told you everything about me. I, at least at least I hope I did, you know, but but now you see I need you in a way that probably nobody else. But I'm just talking about my situation because I knew the lives I was hurting. Yes. I was hurting my own self. I was hurting my children. This is something that it's something that I could have uh, uh, pulled my children into, you know, just by them seeing me do something like that. But I knew I needed God in that, man. So so if you, if you got friends, if you got friends who, who you, you can really depend on, man, and talk to, man, reach out to them. Anybody who got family members, man, reach out to them because you're going you're gonna to need some encouragement. But 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 most importantly, I would say just just get in God's face, man. Yeah. Even even if you don't know what this, okay, stay in the word. Okay, okay, man, talk to your father. He's listening. He's waiting. He's waiting, man. I never forget, man. There's a story in the in the word of God where Jesus uh, he went and he waited at this well for for this Samaritan woman who would go to that well every day getting 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 that water and bringing it back to the village getting that water you know what i mean and jesus he sat there and he waited for that woman just for her just for her and and, and he told her that he had water that she knew not of and that if she, if, if she knew who was asking him for a drink she would have asked him for a drink and th- and that touched me so much because we've gone to these wells of gambling, these wells of, of pornography, thinking that that was going to f- fulfill our appetite and that was going to help us and, you know, that was going to uh, uh, suffice. And the reality is that, you know, only what what the Lord carries, only the, the, the water that, that God carries is the only thing that can satisfy that thirst, can satisfy that hunger that you have. And I don't mean to get all uh, preachy, but it, it's, it's the truth. Amen. Because if if I don't say it this way, then you would think it's, it's some other kind of some other preachy sermon, and, and you know, miss me with all that. No, this is the this is the truth. Amen. God is waiting. He's waiting. He ain't turned his back on you. He he know you did it eleven hundred times. He already knew before you did it, you was gonna do it, and he's still waiting, man. Amen. He's still waiting, and he ain't forgot about just like he ain't forgot about me. And I, and I thank him for not turning his back. Amen. I thank you for freedom. Amen. Amen. Thank God for freedom Amen. tonight, man. It's just, um, Amen. it's something, it's, man, it's just an awesome testimony. First of all, let me say that, man, of God. And it's something that, and I would say in our community is just, you know, people got secrets, right? It's, they don't want to, yeah. they don't want to talk about it. You know, they don't want to look, uh, they don't want to look at it. They don't want to look into it. They don't want to explore it further. Um, yeah. So man of God, if you're listening, uh, you, what, what we're trying to let you know is that you're not alone in this battle. Absolutely. You're not alone in this battle. And it's that's right. We could we could give you practical things to do. Yes, you should do them. You know, whether it's removing certain apps off your phone, whether that's real. um, You can't scroll through Instagram too long for something crazy pop up or Facebook. That's right. (laughs) uh, Or I haven't I haven't gotten on the new one yet. I can't think of the name of it right now. TikTok. But, you know, it's just these things that are kind of being created that are now avenues for pornography to really be shown through on them. Um, yeah. And again, someone doesn't have to be completely naked 
to stoke a thought, to create a thought in your mind. And it's really, if you haven't dealt with it in a way uh, that Pastor O was talking about, it's really just fanning the flames in you every time that's you real, see man. That's true. Station, oh, oh, they got a bikini. Oh, she got a bikini on. All right. Yeah. So it's just, hey, something else. And now you scroll and now you're looking at something else. And, uh, and so it's so many things coming at your mind, men, that you yeah. have to, to make sure that you're, you're limiting what's coming in. Turn off. Yeah. You got to turn the TV off. If you got to, again, delete the apps off the phone, you got to turn your browser off, things like that. Whatever it is, what we, we want you to do these practical things in the word of God. And I love how you expressed it. And it's, and some folks may say, well, why did you, what do you mean? Put it, put the word of God away. You don't put it away. Right. No, he, I want you to hear what he's saying. Please. You explained, yeah. you explained it. It's sometimes when you just need to go to God. And you need to truly lay those burdens on him. You truly need to release these things onto him. Yes. The Bible teaches us to cast our cares upon the Lord. Cast them. You may be, may seem crazy to just say, God, help me with this pornography. I'm tired of looking at it. And it's, and it's, God will refresh you, you know, and and, and, uh, Pastor O talked about submitting. Yeah. You got to submit. We want you to know that you're not alone. Absolutely. In this thing, you're not alone. And just be reminded, you know, it's, it's something when you can see the, the, the punch coming, you know, you mm. can see the, the things coming, you can now move. Now yeah. you can move left, you can move right. Like, nah, I don't, I don't need to look at that. It, it's, it's these types of things, men of God. So some practical things, it's some spiritual things that we need to do, you know, concerning our faith, concerning spending time with the Lord. Um, one more question I want to ask you, man of God, real quick is, yeah. For the men that are married, you oh, talked man. about your relationship with your wife, yes. and there may be how did how did you approach that situation? Because there may be women that may be like, "Look, if if you can get that from there, we don't you don't need me. We don't yeah. need you. like how talk to us briefly about approaching your wife or whether she approached you because she knew." help a brother that's married right now because you said it's important to not i said it's important for us to not be alone it's amazing that you had a partner with you in your house who knew you were struggling with this she she kind of joins you for the ride like hey i'm gonna be with you i'm gonna be next to you um so talk to me about that real quick and 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 you know what jay i was really going to touch on this man and i didn't know you were going to ask about the married man but that was that was a good question man I've I've known my wife um, from, from before I got married. I, I was ooh, I, I've known her maybe about maybe six years before we actually got married. You know, it was it was in that period where she knew my struggles. She knew my story. Amen. She was my friend, man, and I told her about it. And so when it came to marriage, which to this day, man, like I, I've asked myself many times, man, where I'm like, man, what? Why did she say yeah? Yes. If if when I asked her to marry, well, why did she say yeah? If she knew that I was still going through this stuff, man, because it was it was it was something that that she was doing that I didn't know, and that was praying, that was interceding for me, man. You know, I didn't know that. But for those men out there uh, who are in these relationships, who uh, who are who are married. It's taking a toll on your marriage. Man, my question for you 
is what's more important? What's more important? Is it you spending the rest of your life with the woman of your dreams? Or is it you spending the rest of your life being bound to a, to a thing that the devil is trying to destroy you with? Because here it is. The worst case scenario is this, is if your wife was to confront you and say, you know, oh man, is if this is what you want, then I'm, I'm going to leave you to it. I'm out of here. Boom. Then now that relationship or that union that was really holding, holding not, not only your sanity, but that it was really stopping your destruction now has just broken loose. And if it's not tied down, by God and by a woman that's praying and by a, a man who knows what's more important than if that woman was to leave, then what can of worms you will open up? Who knows? Right after you may go to a strip club. Who knows? You know, right after that, you, you may, uh, you know, find a few uh, um, uh, prostitutes out there. They're, they're everywhere, man. I'm telling you. You know, and that's one thing. Man. I, I used to seek them people out, man, at a young age. I'm telling you, man, that temporary satisfaction is temporal compared to what God has in store for you with your woman, with your wife. And that is what we have to decide. Do, do you want to be free? That's a question you got to ask yourself. Do you want to be free? You know, you're hearing us talk, you know, and, and I'm telling you, man, like once God freed me from this, man, I've shared my story with everybody because I knew it was not, nothing but God. I've seen God. I've seen God free me from many things, from smoking cigarettes and pornography. I got addicted to those things by watching somebody else or by just being exposed to it yeah. by somebody else. But I was free by Christ. He freed me, man. Yeah. You know, for those men who are married, man, you decide. You got to decide. And I will pray that your decision brings freedom to you and to that woman who, uh, who you stand with. Amen. Praise Amen. God. That's awesome, Amen. man. I got it. Um... Amen. This is a, a topic that's necessary. It's a yeah. topic, like I said before, is overlooked, but we need it. And I believe that there are men listening to this that will listen to this in the future and will get free or get on the track to freedom. Absolutely, by man. Listening to the words that were spoken today. It's so much that, so much weight that can come on you from guilt to shame. Yeah. Yeah. These things can keep you from God. These things can keep you from uh, coming into the house of God, opening up the word of God, praying. Yeah. And that's what that's what the enemy wants. He wants to get you off track in your life so that you're ineffective. He wants to neutralize you. He wants to neutralize your marriage. And you got to decide, do I want to be free? Do I want to be free? And being free from this yeah. pornography addiction will help you to walk in freedom in so many other areas of my your God. Life. Your marriage God. will be much more fulfilling. Your parenting will be much more fulfilling. You'll be able to enjoy this life the way God wants you to enjoy it. And that's to be free 
from the sting of sin in any yeah. area of your life. And, you know, we'll talk more about this as we go through the different episodes. Um, but yeah. let's not forget, you know, you, you laid it on pretty heavy today, uh, Pastor. Yeah, but there are yeah. men who like to take a peek every now and then. That's right. There are men that like to, uh, to ogle mm. our women, our God's daughters. Yeah. A little bit and a little bit too long. Right. And so there are men who are sitting there and they're like, well, I don't do this. I don't, you know, that case is, is for him. I don't, I don't, I've never gone that far. And what we're trying to show you is that there are seeds that are out there that are, that, that will begin as a, I just stared a little bit too long. There wow. Are seeds wow. that will begin as I, a, uh, hey, his wife look, she, she looking kind of good today. When you look at yours, you know, you start to, we start to get the wandering eye. And That's now right. You're getting the eye and you're looking a little bit too long. And now your wife's coming. You got to click off or your boss is coming. You got to click off mm-hmm. or you got to get rid of stuff. When you got to start doing things because you can't be transparent because you just can't, uh, you got to hide stuff from your wife or hide stuff from your family, whatever it is, hide stuff from your girlfriend. Um, what this is, is just an unhealthy desire it's seeds that have been planted into, into us that have manifested in unhealthy desires and they continue to snowball mm. into greater and greater issues and they continue to try to take down men of God. And so yeah. we're not going to let it happen. And so That's I right. hope and I pray uh, that you got something out of this today. And I want to thank my guests, my special, special guests, <laughs> the Lord, Pastor Orlando, uh, for yeah. sharing your story and being open mm-hmm. and being transparent. Um, it's man, it's such an awesome story. And I trust that yeah. uh, the brothers that are listening got something out of it today. And Amen. so Pastor O, I'm going to give you the opportunity to pray real quick. Yeah. And I would love for you to just pray for men that will uh, be listening to this and they may be struggling with this issue at this point in time in their walk with the Lord. Amen. Amen. And, and Jason, man, I want to thank you for having me too, man. I, it's really, um, I believe right now that it, it's a lot of men's eyes are opening, you know, and, and, and they're making a decision to, to submit to God. They're making that decision to realize like, man, I don't want anything that's got me bound more than the love of God. And I'm telling you, man, in it, it it's freedom. And, and, and this is where, uh, your destiny, what God has called you to, now it can flourish freely because now it's not hindered. It is not, you know, restricted by, you know, the past addictions that, that you were going through. Amen. So Father, I thank you. I thank you, Father, for just this opportunity to be able to uh, get on this platform, Lord, and, and just share my testimony with men all around the world, Lord, Father. Father, I pray that it, that each man, each man that has heard this testimony, Lord God, that you would convict them right where they are, Lord God. For your word says that there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, Father. But Father, I pray that, that you would bring a Holy Ghost conviction of, uh, upon the men who are listening right now, Lord Father. And I pray, Father God, that their hearts, God, that, that it'll, it'll be open and that their desire to want to know you and want to depend on you and want to trust you and that they will go to you for their freedom from the addiction of pornography and from the addiction of lust. 
Lord, Father God, I thank you, Father God, for just even men who will tune in, Father God, to these episodes, Lord God. I thank you for the testimonies and for the calls that, that will bring your name glory for what you've done in their life, Lord Father God. I thank you, Lord God, for every man, God, walking in their God-given purpose, Lord God. I break, I break every spirit, Lord God, of lust off of these men, off of these women in this nation, Lord God, that, that would even listen to this podcast, Lord God. And I thank you, Father God, for bringing freedom to their life, Lord Father God. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. 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 Thank you so much for listening today and look out for future episodes as we will be helping those battling pornography addictions. We want you to know that one of the key scriptures that we mentioned during our call was James 4 and 7, which says, Submit yourselves therefore to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Take some time over the next month or so to meditate on that scripture in order to help you battle these addictions. That said, our hope as always is that you learn something that you will be able to use in your walk with Christ. And please know that we will continue to encourage you to join a local house of worship where you can get the spiritual and practical help that you need in your walk. And don't forget that this podcast is available for you to subscribe and to download and when you do please take a moment to leave us a review i do want to take a moment to give a big shout out to brother aaron who reached out to us last month and he took time to share with us some amazing feedback about the podcast and if i can be helpful to you uh, or anyone else that you may know please email me directly at elderjason at rolkm.com And if you want to learn more about River of Life Kingdom Ministries, you can do so at rolkm.com. Be blessed.